fellow listeners, we have a choice. We have the choice to listen to a team of podcasters whose jokes come fast and whose surprise spear attacks come faster. The Death Saving Bros have a Patreon at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros with bonus content that will unite laughter and groans in equal measure. We have a choice. It's time to choose the Death Saving Bros Patreon. I am Hexor Alistair, and I approve this message. Go vote! Previously on the Death Saving Bros Podcast. Hexor turns to Dalvia and says, Dalvia, why did you bring us out to this hill? There's an inn just over here. I'm still spinning with my sword like a helicopter. I have, I can't, I can't fix him until the morning. I stick Siren's axe in him. Dalvia opens the door. You walk in. The bartender turns and pauses with two drinks in his hand, and he says, Dalvia. Hello, Stan. My friends and I need a room. Sure. For, for you, Dalvia, anything. And he hands her three keys. Hexor, you pick two of these idiots to go with you. And then she throws the other key at Abe. And you pick the rest. I'll see you all in the morning. And you guys all level up when you wake up in the morning. You see Dalvia coming back from that hill that you guys had originally teleported to. So I'm gonna wait in the hallway, leaned up against the door. Where the fuck were you? What's the matter to you? Look, I spent half the night reworking my spellbook so that I could heal your dumbass friend. Speaking of feeble mind, she touches uh, Prothean's forehead and says, heal, and you are no longer feeble minded. You're back to normal stats. Stan comes from the staircase and says, Well, good morning, everyone. Oh my gosh. Not now, Did, Stanley. Th- why is there a hatchet in your friend's back? Don't. And he pulls it out. Touch it, you son of a whore. I'm going to jump at Captain Kirk, put my hands in his mouth, and try to rip his jaw from his mouth. Head. I, I would like to walk back over to Stan, who took the axe. Let me see that. I take it out of his hand, and I rebury it back in Prothean. <laughs> why are we here, Delvia? Stan sits down at the table. I'm part of the Purified, too, so... Uh, welcome. This is our headquarters. Can you please show me your card? This is why we are here. To do card magic? She slaps the w- the center of the table, and then you can see a f- lotus flower with a flaming crown draw itself in the middle of the table. All of you <laughs> were chosen by the gods, including you, Abe, because where do you think that eye came from? Abe, your eye was a gift from Helleros. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Eric Nemeth. I refuse to do an intro on the fact that Paul might be adopted. Brad Renfro. Um, trying to remember what, what's Fred Flintstone's wife's name? Wilma? Wilma. Will my balls fit in your mouth? (laughs) 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 No, but they'll fit on my forehead. (laughs) Brad Richards. Holy... (laughs) Shit. 
So I see that Matt has uh, Taco Bell. Um, so fast food. Paul, are you a fan of fast food? More than I should be. What's your favorite spot? Wendy's. Wendy's balls dragging your forehead. <laughs> fucking aced. What if I had said McDonald's? Then I would ask, what's your second favorite? Until you said Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd say old McDonald dragged his balls across your is forehead. Is that a Wendy's cup? Yes, it is. Oh, I fucking could have hosed you with that. I was not paying attention. Ben Renfro. Fuck. <laughs> you know what that... <laughs> you know what that was the sound of? That was the sound of me switching to Matt Smith. <laughs> something, something, something nuts across Paul's forehead. Man, I'll tell you what that sounded like. Sounded like a nice Build-A-Bear session. <laughs> I got cheated. <laughs> if you want to understand that joke, you can head over to our Patreon content and listen to the recaps where we go in depth about the previous episode and have a whole bunch of shit that does not relate to the episode in any way for your enjoyment. Because this is our 75th episode and we have officially launched a Patreon account. Uh, so all of our loyal listeners, anybody that is interested in hearing more of us, we do now have some extra content for you over on our Patreon page. We have bloopers dating all the way back to episode 50. We have recaps, uh, like I said, that detail the previous episode, and those will be available before the actual episode launches. You can hear us shooting the breeze and talking about the episode. We'll also have new other content as uh, it becomes available. Some things that we're looking into are running separate campaigns or possibly doing more in-depth uh, character explorations or commentary episodes. We're also considering doing a sexy photo suit to be turned into a calendar. Yes, that is also... We've been talking about that since, what, episode five? And it was episode one. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, also... Ooh, are we going to do that, uh, uh, what, what's the guy's name that does the, take off that brassiere, my dear? Paul Camper. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't about. know who I ever know what to say Brazier. Workshop. <laughs> From uh, a few episodes ago, we talked about possibly doing like a sexy, like get in the mood D&D. Sensual. Yeah, sensual. Don't. Oh. Track. Don't flutter your eyes at oh, me when you say that, Paul. Talk like this. I will not be that. <laughs> I'm the last person you want to hear when you're trying to get your dick wet. <laughs> Unless you're at Build-A-Bear. Then fucking, <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> the first one in, in the line. stuffing section. <laughs> well, at Build-A-Bear, they build bears. Here, we build D&D campaigns. Oh, oh what the fuck, So let's go ahead and get back into the episode where we left off. The last thing that was said, Dalvia turned to Abe and said... Helleros is your warlock patron. And why did she say that? That's because they, our adventurers are at the tavern or at the inn at the ford and they are sitting with Stan and Dalvia and Hexor and they are discussing the fact that those three and the establishment are all part of the purified. And uh, yeah, that's that's about all that happened of import before we pick up. So, Abe, Helleros is your patron. All right, does Protheans still have the uh, the axe in his head? <laughs> well, I believe it's in his back, yes. Oh, yeah. 
I want to look at him and be like, relax. Relax. Right, what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> well, I've I've had some visions, just as I had visions of all of you. Uh, last night, in addition to readjusting my spells, I also consulted my oracles. Uh, in case you didn't know, I'm a divination wizard. So I that's why I can see the future, Brixius, as you were so interested to know. Your voice is much deeper today. <clears throat> it it varies between somewhere a little bit higher. I thought and I was talking to somebody other than Dalvia for a second, <laughs> so I just had to had to bring her back. It's it's me, it's Dalvia. And you were so interested in how I know the future. <laughs> you were so interested in how I know the future, that's why. I am a divination wizard, so I cast some spells, I consulted my oracles, and I saw a vision of Abe and Helleros, and I saw his golden replacement eye. I made the connection. You mean this? <laughs> and I flip up my eye patch. Yes, that... And I cast trees. No, I don't cast anything. You don't even have to cast anything. When you flip it up, you see that um, in the past you've used this. I believe it was episode 33, the Charlie Brown sneak, where you were able to see a faint purple outline same like the, the purple glow that you saw around the mushrooms in that cave. And when you flip up your eye, you see Dalvia, Hexor, and the lotus flower outlined in purple. Well, huh. that's interesting. And yes, now that I'm thinking about this, I do realize that I may have signed your death warrant because <laughs> your companion, Prothean, appears to be rather... Crazy. Right now, you just see his eyeballs shaking. Like, <laughs> uh, well, he can he can add me to the list. I mean, this guy's got the literal god of murder and bullshit inside him. So, no, I don't. Brother probably dreams about killing all, all of right. us. Uh, real quick, just gonna be a little bit of outside the game talk. So, does that make Brad here your sugar daddy? Well, he's a different, different god. He's oh, he's Sargonis. All right. Right, so I have a sugar daddy, and he has... An abusive father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dalvia is a... What kind of wizard? A divination wizard. A dimidation wizard? Doug Dimidome? Doug Dimidome? <laughs> Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. A Dimidome wizard. Divination. Does she have a very tall hat? <laughs> she does not. How Can big is her one? belt buckle? What about her mustache? Non-existent. <laughs> She's a wizard. She's hiding it. <laughs> it's there. I can feel it. I just go up to her and poke her upper lip. 60 episodes from now, she's just going to turn around and like spin on the spot, and suddenly she's going to be wearing the Doug Dibidome outfit. Oh, this time I was Doug Dibidome. Is that what she's going to walk through, walk through a, uh, a spot of like anti-magic, and <laughs> the illusion Doug is going to drop, and it's going to be Doug Dibidome. <laughs> and it will all happen because you planted the seeds in episode 75. I'm a gardener. Best yet, build a bear. <laughs> but Dalvia says, So, yes, what is the plan here? And Hexor joins in. Yes, because I would rather not have my jaw ripped open again. Oh, it's fucking Bill Shatner. Did you watch a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid? No, I did not. How about as an adult? <laughs> I still did not. You watched a lot of Star Trek? No, honestly, this started out as a Nick Cage impression, but then Brad said, he's the boulder, and I thought that was a much better... Well, I said an anime character. Ben brought it around to the boulder. Oh, did you? 
I was going for originally like a speed racer. Like, oh my gosh, we have to get to the first one. Right? Oh, I definitely thought it was Brad's track. I know some anime. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You've never seen Avatar The Last Airbender? Not all of it. You, well, you should. You uncultured swine. For shame. I'm sorry. I do this guy in an entirely different universe is seeing Avatar. I think there's stuff on a Lego. Didn't really watch a whole lot of Avatar, but I watched a lot of SpongeBob. It's on Netflix now, so. So we're at the table in the inn at the Ford, and Dalvia is trying to figure out what to do about Protheum. So what what are we going to do about your maniacal friend? Maybe. Here's just an idea. You can shatter his brain so he forgets that he wants to kill you. Clearly that didn't work the last time. I say we just let him talk it out, and I go over to Prothean. Like, hey, buddy, how you feeling? So see, I look him dead in the eye and say, it's going to be okay. Then I just unstick him. I'm just going to walk over to... Abe. <laughs> hey, I don't, how can I not remember that? Uh, there are some side effects. Yeah, being after effects from the, the shattering. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my hand on him. As soon as we cross the border, I'm gonna move every one of your bones in your body, then skin you alive and feed them to you. All right, good deal. Well, then I smile and just walk away. Prothean, <clears throat> remember the initial mission when you came to us to recruit us for these quests was to kill the demons, and we need Abe for that. That's why he was also recruited, so we have to at least wait till the demon... I said demon... we cross the border back going home. Okay, you just said cross the border in general. Going home? Okay. Yeah, we as can long like, get as... to Trugala, and then <laughs> yeah, you just... Yeah, like the county border. <laughs> as long as we finish what we had set out to do initially, then you can have him. Yeah, he's the gonna border. be skinned alive, his bones are gonna be ripped out when he's alive, he's gonna be fed to him till he chokes on him. To the border of I mean, the walls of the city. Then he's gonna be burned. <laughs> okay. Well, that went better than I expected. Us too. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> when we're done with this, your jaw's coming off. Not what I would like to hear. Here's the thing. After we finish what we set out to do, Protheans are likely going to kill every single one of us, but that's going to be okay, honestly, because <laughs> about that time, I'm, I think I might be up for a new campaign anyways. Um, and some new quests with a new person, if that makes any sense to you. <laughs> no, it does not. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. But, you know, after we finish everything, Brodian's probably going to kill all of us, which is fine. All right, as well, as long as you all are fine with that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of fires. <laughs> we don't <laughs> die doing our mission. We're going to die by Prothean one day. Anyways, death death is inevitable. We're all going to die someday. So. I feel like I'd rather die doing our mission than die by Prothean. <laughs> Well, then... It'll let's... probably be a lot less painful if you die during a missile. Maybe I'll just go kill myself right now. <laughs> Get it over with. Where's the nearest bridge? <laughs> Speaking of which, says Stan, as he stands up at the end of the table, while this may be a stronghold, a, a secret base, as it were, for uh, the purified, there are some patrons that do not belong to our order, and it's only a matter of time before they all wake up. So Secret, you say, and I want to look down at the table which is still on fire with their secret insignia. Dalvia waves her hand and it goes away. The only the stronghold <laughs> around here is the hold on my penis. <laughs> You're welcome. Is the burn mark still on the table after the fire's been waved away? No. It's nice. Wow. You really are a dimination wizard. <laughs> <laughs> witchcraft is a sin. <laughs> the dimination. The you do witchcraft all the time, Prothean. I do, ma I do spells from my god gives me. Yeah, I'm sure he gave them to you. Anywho, the mission. Now that 
Zawadzki has seen the circlet. I'm sure he didn't get a great look at it, but it's only a matter of time until he has some idea of where to start looking. So we need to get going and find this this circlet before he does. I have an idea to find it. Give me a month. I head back across the border, bring back a, an army of orphans. We lie lots of crusade. Just burn everything to the ground. We'll find it that way. If he only got a brief look at it, would he even know that it's a fake? The illusion wasn't on it when he held it. So he had a glimpse of these of these pictograms. And she places it on the table. So you're saying we need to find something. You know, only if there was one of us who, you know, specialized in learning knowledge that we didn't already have. You know, some some sort of type of wizard perhaps? You know, maybe. <laughs> if only it worked quite that simply. So, our usual plan um, is usually pretty foolproof. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Um, we usually go to sleep and wait for one of us to have a dream. And it usually points us in the right direction and tells us exactly where some shit is. By one of us, I feel like it's always ambientitis. <laughs> being spoken to by the gods of barbarianism of the darn nation <laughs> the dim damnation wait <laughs> I have an idea why don't I just use fine steed to summon a giant wolf to ride on just have that sniff in try to figure out the own path it's taken we're not finding cocaine no just think about it. fucking circle it if I get a giant wolf you just sniff the circle and try to because they'll probably be together at one point in the same room so just check it back to the original hmm. owner that way. Thousands of years ago. Maybe. Maybe they really wolf. stank. It was really smelly. Ambionitis is right. That shit was It has dank. been at least a thousand years, according to your stories. I like where your head's at, Smells though. last that long? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm kidding. I like where your head's at. Good energy. I like the wolf. Or we could just look at the circlet that's on the table. What are the pictures? I can read pictures better than words, so what am I seeing here? All right, so you pick up the circlet, and you take a look at it, and you see the five-faced figure and a man holding a staff that looks oddly familiar, oddly like the one that Jet has, and they are each holding a piece of the diadem exorius. The five-faced figure is holding uh, the circlet, and the man with the staff is holding a diamond. Then you see the diamond and the man in a swamp, and you see the circlet in a city with a castle. The Alistair family manor. There's more pictures. Then you see the circlet with a flash of light around it, and you see a throne. Then you see a crown sitting next to the throne. It's probably in the throne room. Then we should just go kick in the wrong castle doors and storm it. Go ask the king. Wait, is there a king of? Is there a throne room in Rugala anymore? Since it's like a theocracy. Yeah. I'm assuming since it became a theocracy, that the head of the church wears the crown as a king. Because church and law go hand in hand. They do. Clearly, you. Do not pay attention to your own story. No. No. I thought we were right on. <laughs> like, what, what did I miss? There is a king of Trugala. You didn't know that? 
Yeah, oh, I, I thought we you, just said it. One, a thousand years ago. I just thought I was doing, everything was wrong by the truth. Who is the king of Trugal? He'll kick down his door and just take his crown. Can't be that hard. I'm sure that you will find it harder than you make it out to be. Uh, what's the door made out of? <laughs> Stan says it's it's not one door. It's many doors. What are they made out of? This isn't my first rodeo, son. Let's keep it calm. I'm a professional. What's it made out of? Delvia rubs her temples, and she's she looks kind of like pale and a little weak, and she says, I'm sure that they're all made of wood. That's what I like to hear. But we can't just go smashing and grabbing, all right? If, Why? Because in between, first of all, the fact that if you just smashed your way in, the throne room is at the center of the castle in the middle of a city that is probably looking for us right now. We fight our way in, fight our way out. We're good at that. You're going to fight your way through thousands and thousands of soldiers and mages. I have an army mages. of goblins. We do have an army of <laughs> goblins. I have the power of my god on my side who will not let me die. And I He'll grant me the strength to do, do this. I guarantee you that motherfucker will let you die faster <laughs> than shit. We have the power of God and anime on our side. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weeb. And you're a dovitation wizard, so I think we'll be all right. Also. And we got Stan. Yeah. We Stan got this guy, is the Stan. man. And all of the purified members, we call them together, blow the horn, you blow the gooch horn, and we'll be all right. Just look into the future and see that we're all right. Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah, you can't see the future. I already told you what I can see about the future. I can see a war. I can see. So we I, do I see end all up attacking. There. That's where the war starts. We attack. So that's that's obviously our plan. Is if you had seen that happen already. Wait, why would you send a letter to Figus to bring all your fighters from your gym? You yeah, you don't want them. <laughs> Figus has been training them. You don't want them. Figus can bring me an army. <laughs> well, you're fucking noodles. Here's a here's another. <laughs> here's a. You find me enough orphans to be cannon fodder. <laughs> Here's another situation. Although we're all kind of wanted right now, you still probably have high political standing based on your family, and you probably have plenty of connections throughout the city who would also be able to help us, ex especially with this interconnected, interconnected network of the Purified. So who else also has high political standing who is part of the Purified who can help us get closer to that throne room? Is this the fucking Godfather? Well, I actually tend to agree with Brixius. Oh, you're the godfather. Yes! So, don't use the goblins, orphans, and fighters as distractions, so we just go in the front door? I just yeah. cast Veil of Shadows, and we all just stroll up. How did we blow up the city last time? Do you have any children? No, I don't have any children. You Do sure? You want some? I give a knowing look <laughs> to Jet. Do you want some? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the future, but that, that's irrelevant at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I like how you answered like, everybody else said a valid thing that I say that and you actually respond to me. She does like me best out of all you fuckers, even though she just threatened me last episode that she was going to kill me for calling her a skank. But she that threatened is to kill me from three things. times, I think, maybe. How did we blow up the castle last time we were doing it? What castle? Didn't we blow up a castle or half a castle? Someone cast a darkness. Are you asking me or are you asking the people at the table? Well, you right now, because I don't remember. Okay, well, technically the characters in the game also know your entire story. They know everything that I, the DM, know. And more. And more. 
and more. Than we know, apparently. <laughs> Do they know about past games? Past games? Past games. Like white like past campaigns. Jesus. Oh, like past campaigns. Do they uh, know no. the legend of white Jesus, the dragon rider? <laughs> I want to tell you a story. <laughs> so I start from the beginning. They, they, uh, there's this thing called the manticore. <laughs> there was this character, Gary Longshaft. And they all used to own like a brothel, the salty clam. <laughs> used to. They still do. Fantastic gift shop. Hexor says, well, if you're referring to your flashback and the last time that you were in Principium, you did not explode the city. Was All the you castle? did was walk in the front door. But that's because the demon apocalypse had happened and the entirety of Trugala had been pretty much decimated. Oh, so we let the demon apocalypse happen and then we could just walk in the front door and we could get the thing we need to prevent the demon apocalypse. Now we have plenty of demons to kill for fun. This sounds like oblivion to me. That also sounds like the best way to get to the, the one demon that we have set out to kill this entire time, and the only reason we're out here is just to let him come to this earth so we yeah, can kill him. Yeah, the demons just kill all the non-believers and heathens, and then we just mop up the demons. Seems like a win-win-win-win-lose. Say, unless we go to the demon world and then kill him, so we don't open the portal and bring them here. That yeah, seems like a lot of work. As long as they don't cross the border, we're fine. Abe is fine, as long as we don't cross the border. Yeah, I guess I'm living in Trugala now. <laughs> what if I can learn to project a door, like, since I am a portal or whatever, a door to your windows, actually. Window. If I can, like, project this window so we all can Wait, get there. You're a window? I have an idea. If he's a window, why don't you could break a window open? Oh, I mean, I just cut him in half and just crawl inside of him. How big is your window, so? Wolf, right? Yes. How big is your window, so? <laughs> is it big enough for a mere potted plant to be placed upon it? Oh my goodness. Yes. Die. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> a magical mere potted plant. Ugh. Crawling and cutting him open and crawling inside of him will not take us to the demon world? Oh. No, Prothean, it will not. Even and you also don't have to cut me open to do that. Seriously, why <laughs> are you traveling with this man? <laughs> Which one? He recruited us. Yeah, yeah, technically, <laughs> he's, I, I guess he's like the party leader. <laughs> 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 I mean, technically, per my contract, I, guess, I think I guess I work for him. I guess he would be the host here. Yeah, he is the host server. That is some shit. No wonder this game's so fucking glitchy. <laughs> Lag. Lag. <laughs> All right. I do have connections that could get you into the castle, but we have one shot at it. That's all we need. That's all we usually have. You only have one shot, and you would need to locate the Diadem Exorius, the circlet and get it out safely and quickly. I imagine it's the rim of the crown, like the bottom part. The crown is built with the circlet. That makes sense. That's a good idea. Would you say the circlet would about fit on somebody's head? Well, that's pretty much the definition of a diadem circlet. Can we like detect magic or detect object or like clairvoyancy type spell where we can find it? I have an idea. If you can get us into the throne room, we just kill the king. I use, um, what spell is it called? Revivify Dead? Animate Dead, bring the king back to life as my zombie, and just have him walk us out of the castle. Maybe. That He's could a work. Believer, so. Or, I walk not- in there with the heart of Sargonis, and I just start touching it to everything until something clicks. Or, or one of us gets adopted by the king. Or, Jet. and then he <laughs> dies of old age, and then we get the crown. Or, any of you guys orphans? I don't know you two are. You were raised in a monastery, so basically the same thing. Hey, you guys can be adopted. I still have a happy family. Check this out. 
we kill the king and I become the king of Trugala and the goblins. And then I just give you the diadem. Yeah, I revive the king as my zombie servant and he makes you the king. That would work, right? King of the true like goblins. The Hammerbottom family is really moving or, up in this world. You have a child and you have them marry the king of Trugala's child. That would take a long time. As and establish a treaty. It'd only take about five <laughs> years. <laughs> I would also have to find a... Uh... Stan cuts you off and says, Yes, these are all fine and good, but it takes time. And as you know, I'm, as members of the Purified, it is still technically a monarchy. The king still reigns, but the clergy is pulling a lot of the strings, and a lot of the clergy is now corrupted. Mm. Give me five minutes with the king and have him saying anything I want. So we murder the clergy. Not all the clergy. They're not all bad people. Well, right. Your dad is there. Who? Your dad's a bad guy. That, Sorry. That's Stan. It's going to take too oh, long to figure out who's Stan. good and who's bad in the clergy. I'm just going to assume they're all bad because they're worshiping a fake god. So we just barricade the church saying a holy day. Just burn it down with everyone inside. Dalvia says, Prothean, you do realize that your, your god only exists because the other gods exist. My god is a true god, the rest of them are false. I want to uh, go with it. Go whisper in Dalvia's ear, be like, yeah, your uh, argument's not going to go anywhere. Just uh, let it go. But let it go. She whispers back. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> One word. Wait, don't I have like a let negative go. one intelligence? <laughs> One word. Let it go. <laughs> Drop it. Yep, negative one intelligence. But that's one and word. And a zero wisdom. <laughs> Let it go. All right, fine, fine. Whatever. Let it go. All right, so you were saying we have one shot. So yes. you can get us there. says, yes, we have, we have one shot, and the whole idea is not to kill the king. It's just to get the power away from the clergy. And it's going to be an opportunity a opportunity that comes once in a lifetime, yo. <laughs> I have an idea. What, I don't, I mean. Do we have to walk, uh, where is the castle specifically? What road is it on? Is it on eight mile? I have an idea. Why don't we just kill him out with the clergy, have one of us dress up on that, and try to break into the castle, and have an assassination attempt. And just get out so the um, king loses all faith in the current clergy. Sorry, Prothean. None of us blend in as clergy members. We can't just kill one and dress up as one and they're going to be like, Oh, hey, Hank. And they can wear that, that same guy that's been there this whole time. I mean, I can cast semen on you, which would disguise your features. Guess what? <laughs> semen? You can cast semen on me, huh? I can cast a spell that would change your appearance. So oh. this would work. Theoretically, but then you it only changes your appearance. It doesn't change your voice. Good thing. My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sanchez. Oh, if we all had to do voices, holy crap. So what if we killed six people? Oh. How many? One, two, three. Yeah. yeah, what if we killed six people? <laughs> and then can you Seven, make us my, all? Well, my like mount it. is going to have to be dressed as a clergy member, too. Well, at that point, why would we just kill the whole clergy? <laughs> that would really solve our issue if we're already killing seven of them. Why do you have to kill them? You could just knock them out. Well, listen. They might wake up. It's too many loose ends. The whole point of this purified mission, the mission. purified 
Demetian. Demetian. Demetian is is compromised. You cannot have a revolution without blood, obviously. I'm not saying that there will not be blood at some point, but for now, the idea is to bring them to justice and to reveal their folly, not to needlessly kill. Fine, give me the head of the clergy in town, middle of um, city square, and I can make him talk. Did someone say justice? I'm sorry. <laughs> he was coming out. And after he admits all of his crimes, then I'll give him my justice. Justice. Stan says he's not wrong. We want to make an example out of Zawadzki, but we need evidence. Obviously, everybody at this table is convinced of his duplicity, but... What about that paper <laughs> that we saw that has Zawadzki's name on it? Dalvia says, yes, that's actually good, but anybody could have written on that piece of paper. He's, we need... He signed it. Zone of truth. I can do that. I'm going to kidnap him, put him in Times Square. If whatever he doesn't answer, start torturing him until he admits all of his crimes. We could zone of truth him, but we would need to have it done in front of everybody, and we need to have... A distraction? We need to have enough backing from the... I just lay on the ground preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> we need enough backing from the other clergy members in order to get them to back our interrogation. So we need to have a demonstration, demonstration. of Zawadzki's oh. duplicity in front of everyone. Someone is getting yeah, you're gonna get fucking a minutes. shit mixed. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna spew you. You need some leather to put in your mouth so you don't bite your tooth, uh, your tongue off. I just slowly back into the corner and I become invisible in the shadow. <laughs> Take some pain medicine now. Donkey kicked and speared at the same time. Brixius raises his hand again. What does duplicity mean? You keep using that word. <laughs> what do you think it means? Duped. Sounds like Hexor doesn't know either. I'm not very good at context clues. Please do not test me right now. Bamboozled. We've been schmeckledorfed. In essence, yes. It means two. Double. He is pretending to be good, but he is in actuality a bad guy. Um, Why don't we break into his office? I'm assuming there's going to be some incriminating evidence in there. And uh, how exactly do you plan on breaking into his office? Kicking the door down. I'm going to go on a stealth mission and check it out. By kicking the door down, stealthily. As if we haven't already tried that. Well, you're not me. You're also not my foot. Does he have, like, a steward or anything that walks and wanders around town at certain hours? Why don't we just go after this doomsday device that we are talking about and in the process capture Zawadzki in the act of trying to capture it or steal it or whatever. Right. Bro, I thought we were talking about kicking doors down and demonstrations. My fault. Okay, here we go. Also, a little upset. Uh, brother, you didn't back me up with that. I said Schmeckeldorf. Expect you to finish it. A little upset about it. All right, proceed. I have an idea. Why don't you just uh, get a hold of some clerical outfits for them from your religion and just have them like, capture some of us. Sorry, capture some of us in quotation marks and just walk us to the king for his judgment because I'm assuming Zuatsu would be there and just figure everything out that from there. Just wing it. Stan says, I actually probably could get you some clergy uniforms and then we could cast seeming on you to change your appearance, but... The problem is that Zawadzki is very good at cleaning up his messes before anybody finds out. So he wouldn't take you to the king. He would just have you gutted and drained of your blood in some demonic ritual. 
would that take about uh, 152 hit points specifically? I yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. To slit your wrist a whole bunch of times. Well, then I would reawaken, so you'd have to do it again. How many times can he drain the blood from me, specifically? Go ahead, say once. Yeah, once. Oh, because we're foolproof. We're in there like <laughs> fucking swimwear, fellas. Let's do this shit. Tonight I'll go on a rendezvous here. I'll do a little recon and see what rooms there are. I am, as you say, very sneaky. Don't worry. I'll kick the doors down. Dalvia says, just just how sneaky? Because you were found out pretty quickly when you tried stealing that circlet in my manor. So I just kind of like back up into the corner of the wall where it's like dimly lit and become invisible. And then I shadow step to like under the table and poke my head out like, hello, this sneaky enough for you? Uh, Hexor jumps back from the table and says, my gods, don't do that. You scared me. I use fine steed. Oh, you get some outfits for like stewards in the castle. And I turn my, I use fine steed to get a giant eagle. Have a giant eagle drop jet off on top of the castle to sneak in from the roof. And try to steal the circle that way. Please let me jump off the back of the And we walk around the castle pretending to be servants. Seeing if we could find out where Zwatsky is at. Because I assume he's trying to do the same thing right now. There's a pause. And Dalvia says, that's actually the most sane thing he's ever said. And then we get Zwatsky and then I get torture him. And he's back. He has his brief moments of lucidity. listeners we're back and i hope that you are enjoying our quarter quell 75th episode it's crazy to think that uh, we've put out that many and i am very much looking forward to hitting our next milestone at number 100 for those of you already on the edge of your seats unable to wait for us to get to 100 did you know that we have a patreon if you are financially able to support us we have extra content available right now at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros. We currently have bloopers and pre-show conversations. We'll be adding some bonus episodes soon. Apologies for the delay on those to our current backers. And we're working on plans for our first quarterly video chat with a host. Not to mention, if you pledge your support at the Shade Arrow tier for three months, you'll be eligible for some exclusive biannual merchandise. Don't forget, we're currently running a special on that tier through the end of the year. That means that the Shade Arrow tier is currently only $25 per month. So, if you want to get your hands on some special merch, this is the perfect chance to qualify on the cheap. Because come 2021, the cost of the Shade Arrow tier will go up. We understand that everyone's financial situation is different, but if you can afford to support our show at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros, it would mean the world to us. Speaking of merchandise, we've also got some new stuff available for purchase right now at redbubble.com. Search Death Saving Bros to see our new What Does My Dark Vision Tell Me design and portraits of each of the main characters. 
All of the amazing character art in each of these new designs was provided by Mitchie Blue on Instagram. And you can get all of those designs on everything from shirts to throw blankets. If all of the above was news to you, what are you waiting for? Follow us on social media at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit, where we will keep you up to date on what's going on in our world. For example, if you had been following us on Twitter, you would have seen that this episode was delayed one week, but that we are now anticipating each of our next bi-weekly releases to be on schedule, so that uh, we'll be avoiding the holiday rushes, and we'll be able to get the episodes to you on time throughout the rest of 2020. But enough about us. Let me tell you a bit about a fantasy novel currently in its final days on Kickstarter. It's called Tides of Fate, Book 4 of the Ronin Saga by Matthew Wolfe. The Ronin Saga is an epic fantasy set in the magical realm of Farhaven. It focuses on the main characters of Grey, Ava, and Darius, who discover that they are incarnations of the Ronin, legendary warriors with power over a specific element, the likes of which have not been seen in a millennia. Unfortunately, the legends about the Ronin have grown dark in the warrior's absence, and those ancient incarnations have become viewed as killers and traitors. So now, in a world where true evil is rising, Grey and his companions must throw off the old legends and travel to the elemental cities to find the other Ronin in order to save Farhaven. Matt has been working on this series for years, and reading some of it, I've got to say I'm very intrigued. The world building is vast, the character dialogue is snappy and fresh, the books are definitely being added to my to-read pile. So, if you'd like to take a look for yourself, check out Tides of Fate by Matthew Wolfe on Kickstarter, or follow at Ronin Saga, that's R-O-N-I-N-S-A-G-A, on Twitter. You still have time to back the project for rewards like early copies of the book, and to influence how the next novel will look with extra artwork and even character names. Again, that's Tides of Fate, Book 4 of the Ronin Saga, by Matthew Wolfe. And of course, what Death Saving Bros episode could go without mentioning our musical contributors? This episode features longtime provider Will Savino at patreon.com musicd20, Alex, the Boy King of Idaho, at patreon.com slash boykingofidaho, and a new artist named Ella Morana at patreon.com slash E-L-A-M-O-R-A-N-A. All three creators are publishing fantastic music for tabletop games, and you can access their tracks through support on Patreon. And don't forget, if at any time you hear something that sounds interesting during the mid-roll, but you can't remember the links or the creator's name, all of those sites and featured creators are linked in the show notes, so you'll always have them on hand. And just a reminder, if you like what you're hearing from us, head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser and leave us a five-star rating and review. Then, go tell your friends about us. Finally, to bring this mid-roll full circle, earlier I mentioned our Patreon. One other perk that I hadn't mentioned of being a Death Saving Bros patron is if you pledge at the $5 tier or higher, 
you'll get a supporter shout-out for helping make this show possible. The following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher. Ryan Cushman and Two Times Tyler. Thank you to you both. It's thanks to them that this long mid-roll is being done away with. Let's get you back to the episode. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. But I have a problem. Um, where in your plan um, is the uh, door kicking? And when do I get a donkey kick, Chet? You, um, once we find it, you can have a demonstration by beating the crap out of the thief in the throne room as a demonstration to get Zawaski to come to the throne room and just expose him that way. Long as I get to make a demonstrate out of somebody. The thief. What if we kill Zawaski? Just immediately murder the shit out of him. And then you like brought plan. to you by the hammer fist and run away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know we're trying to expose Zawaski to like show the corruption. But if he was dead, we just expose everybody else. Does that really foil a plan at all? Like it's still exposing everything, but he's like the main guy that's bad. What if we just kill him when he goes to try to drain our blood like a vampire, and then we expose everybody else? So we're still exposing the corruption, but the main guy leading the charge is out of it, which puts them back a lot. Because somebody else could just pick up where he left off. Oh, there's plenty of killing to be done. What if we just kill them, too? I mean, (laughs) yes, technically you could just go murder Hobo on everybody, but that would take a long time. It would kill a lot of innocent people. I could find some crime to justify it. Well, we've got time. And the the people of Trugala still don't think that demons are being used to attack the free cities. I don't know. They they just, they brainwash all the soldiers and, and keep them there, keep them fighting until they die or they become part of the problem. So we need to not only expose Zawadzki, we also need to expose the entire culture of secret demon worshippers, which I think Prothean can at least agree with. Mm. Someone's, is, go, someone's gonna have to die, but I agree with that. This is starting to sound like Abe might need a second contract because he was hired for one <laughs> job and now you want him to do this other thing on your agenda. Our main goal... A whole second thing? Our main goal is just to get these pieces so we can... Eventually kill four leers, a four-wheeler demon that we need to kill. And that's what we're out here to do. So now if we're trying to save Trugala and expose people and everything too, Abe, you might need to ask for more money. Yeah, I want to pull out a uh, <laughs> giant-ass, like, the Hobbit-looking contract. <laughs> With I'd all the like, addendums and fold-outs. Yeah. <laughs> be like, you find my rates are quite reasonable. <laughs> Hexor says, I have an idea. <laughs> You want to kill four Lyris. The four demon, yes. How did you get that idea? (laughs) What if you try to find this circlet and in the process are actually captured by Zawadzki? And then you say that the entire time you actually just wanted to summon this demon. Would that work? Well, I pat him on the back as hard as I can. Good job, buddy. You're as smart as me now. I just go, they'll have to catch us first, and I just start running. <laughs> so, we want to uh, dupe Zawadzki with that big word that you were using earlier, and to think of we're actually trying to summon demons like he is this whole time, so then we actually work with him 
to figure it all out and get as much information as possible, and then we drain his blood afterwards. <gasps> we duplicitize him. I should probably not be captured by him because I probably could not lie about that. Well, he's seen us all. We might all need to get captured. Dalvia says, but you would be doing it in service for your god because by lying, you would be exposing the true liar and you would then be able to demonstrate his duplicity and kill him in front of everyone legally and get everybody in Trugala to suddenly denounce any demonic worshiping. If we do this, it's probably just not talk at all and try not to look pissed whenever someone says something. That you might, also you works. Might, you might just have to wipe my mind again. That also works. Well, it seems like the best plan we got. It's not the plan that I had in mind, but I think it'll work well, as well. Well, what plan did you have in mind? Doesn't matter. Uh, no, or... I, think, I think as a team member, <laughs> you should share your plans because we either got that plan or I can donkey kick Jet. I turn around and donkey kick Jet right now. <laughs> um... Yeah, and that's about as far as my plan goes. Jet, why have you not asked for a vase? Oh, I have. I feed him. I, <laughs> I treat him well. He was being treated better here than he was at his monastery. He gets to lick the windowsill every once in a while. <laughs> oh, I use, I use lemon-scented Windex, so he at least gets a little bit of flavor here and there. And I treat, treat my squires better than him. I don't even pay them. Jet does this because he loves us. Right, Jet? I become invisible. <laughs> no wonder he's a klepto. <laughs> Would you say it is dimly lit in this inn right now? Yes, it's still early morning, so okay. there is dim lighting. <laughs> okay. I just... But what was your plan? Because that donkey kick that I just did, it's, it's a plan. It can get us somewhere, but I... My plan only got us so far as to find this circlet, which was something I didn't know we had to find. Uh, but now this crazy plan just might oh, say it. expose Zawadski. Say it. This plan might be crazy enough that it just might work. Come on, say it. <laughs> Damn you. Die. <laughs> All right, here we're we'll just we're just gonna give Dalvia here a couple seconds to say it the right way. Here. It's crazy enough. It just might work. I spear jet. <laughs> I jump into the air, fist pump, and freeze frame. <laughs> you, you, well, what? I was I speared Dalvia, he speared Jet. You, well, you hear an, like a whisper, kind of like echoing from the walls. You have to find me first. Oh, you meant her. <laughs> it's like we're gonna spear right when she says it. I speared Jet. She speared Stan. I'm just gonna sit there smiling with my smile. Does Stan get uncomfortable when I'm smiling? Stands on the ground. He got speared. <laughs> After Jet got speared. Nice. And and Alvia was speared? How many people did we just spear? Everybody in the room? We Not just run in a circle, just spear after spear until everybody's on their ass. And Abe's just hanging in the air with his fist raised. I roll underneath him. <laughs> Shit. I spear him down. I got my creepy smile. This makes everyone uncomfortable. All right. So not out of character what is let's plan? make sure you guys understand what your plan is to get captured Kick by Zawatsky and to make a demonstration out of him so we could dupe him with our duplicity I have a feeling that I was going to do some recon the night before in the castle doors. I thought we were going to break into the castle by like flying jet in from on top 
Sneaking and pretending to be servants of there and just get captured that way by him after we get the circlet. I thought we were going to summon the goblins and all of Prothean's orphans and just assault the castle head on. No, I thought we were going to do some recon. We were going to do some recon to make sure that we had a good chance of getting in there. And if we can grab it. If we got caught by Zawadzki, then we were going to try to team up with him and be like, hey, we're just trying to summon demons too, buddy. You want to like do this together? And somewhere along the way, I was going to open a gym in this city. You guys forgot the good part. We kicked down doors. You know, the and plan. And if this plan doesn't work, <laughs> I'm going to launch a crusade on this kingdom and bring it to justice. Yeah, a crusade on doors. That's plan C. <laughs> With That's hinges. Crusade. We're going to smell the door from... <laughs> okay, so... Jet, I don't even think that's a word, and I agree with you. So Jet will run some reconnaissance uh, that evening to find a way in the best way into the castle. Then all of you will be dressed as servants. Uh, Dalvia's connections will help you get into the castle based on Jet's reconnaissance. And then first, hopefully, find the circlet. And then later on, once you have the circlet, safely locked away, you approach Zawadzki and pretend to be his buddy to summon four Lyris, work together, and then expose him. Or, if you're captured in the castle by Zawadzki, pretend to be his buddy, look for the diadem together, the circlet together, and then expose him. Am I correct? Yes. I have a add-on to that. If you're gonna dress me up in a costume, can, I be a, can you dress me up as, like, a jester? Because I have a calming smile, like I bring joy to people's hearts. As in a city with my creepiest smile. Dalvia turns to you and says, Prothean, nobody would ever find that smile funny. I do. Brixius, uh-huh. I have two questions. Yes. How long can you establish a connection by casting message? Is it just one, like, one phrase, one response, or is it like a little, like, telephone communication? It's like telephone communication. Is there a time limit you can use that for? Probably like 90 seconds. And distance as well. But you ask that in front of the Alistair siblings, and Hexor goes, Oh, if you need to talk, that's actually a great idea. We use this with some of our spies. We can form a telepathic bond so that we can all communicate through this entire endeavor. Yep, I want that. I want that to happen. Me and Dalvia, same channels. Let's go. And my second question is, do we have that fake circlet still yes we have a fake circlet and to better answer your first question it's one round so six seconds within 120 feet but hexor's idea where we can all just talk all the time everywhere oh my god does it ever turn off yeah hexor i'm glad you uh, interrupted our conversation it seems like that's actually beneficial to us in this time of course anytime he pats you on the shoulder and then walks away does it ever turn off <laughs> oh no. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh, oh my wait, goodness. No, sorry. Shut up. Oh my goodness. You already said it. It's uh, canon. Oh. It lasts one hour. Damn it. I want it to last all night. <laughs> all night long. All night long. Well, the issue is this whole operation will take more than one hour, I feel. <laughs> Depends on how many doors there are. Here, there's a lot. Well, Break all the doors down. That's good. There's six seconds a door. For people who like. <laughs> doors uh hexor comes back he just kind of like spins around and comes right back and goes well how about this i can cast it now while jet goes on his reconnaissance 
and then we can make a plan so that we can split up at the last possible second. Should probably wait until it turns to night, don't you think? Well, then we can just cast well, it again. yes, I mean, now, as in, like, generally now, when he goes on his reconnaissance mission, and then later. Mission. He says, like, early in the morning, right? Means in general, dick. As yes, in, like, I know it is morning. That is why I have this bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> when the fuck do you get a bowl of oatmeal? <laughs> when the, the fuck, fuck do we get ice cream? <laughs> but tonight, when you go on your reconnaissance mission, we can send Stan with you. Fuck. I just look at Stan laying on the ground after being speared. <laughs> Are you uh sure Stan here is able to keep up? Yeah, don't worry about me. I used to work in the kitchens. I know my way around. Can I get some of that oatmeal? I mean, this is your place, isn't it? <laughs> it's your oatmeal. My chest kind of hurts, so I'm just going <laughs> to lay here for a minute. I have that effect on people. And behind us, there's a door over there being unguarded. Get your, get, start doing some uh, warm-ups just to get your practice in so you're not rusty. We actually have warm-up doors out back. You can oh. go kick down the doors you out by the barn. immediately see my eyes go bloodshot. <laughs> I go into a rage. Egad. <laughs> Did somebody say doors? <laughs> plan D, doors. I thought plan D was demonstration. Okay, plan K, kicking down doors. <laughs> okay, so... Let's go ahead and uh, while you guys are making preparations, we'll skip ahead to the evening and uh, we can do a quick reconnaissance with Jet. Originally, there was kind of a joke, but maybe this is actually going to happen. Prothean, are you going to cast Fine Steed for a giant eagle so that... or Fine Steed or are you looking... For, are you going to do your... Um, is Fine Steed the one with the Were you spirit creature? Yeah, let me, it's, I could summon a creature that I could ride. Well, is it Fine Steed or is it called something else? Fine Steed. Oh, yeah. Fine Steed. Summon a spirit. Okay. So, and you're going to summon a giant eagle and have the eagle drop them off. Yeah. Like in uh, Lord of the Rings. So, Stan and Jet hop on the eagle and. No, like in its claws, like in Lord of the Rings, how they came to dwarfs. Okay. Just drop them from the claws. I'm riding on its back. My steed. The eagle flies down among the. Uh, actually. Because it's so large, Jet, can you cast um, shadows around it so that it's not visible amongst all of the soaring towers of Principium? Just come in directly down at it, like dive bomb it. Pass without trace. Trace is veil of shadows and silence radiates from me, masking me and my group from detection. So each creature I pick within 30 feet. Okay, so um, that'll be a plus 10 to stealth for Prothean, the eagle, and Stan and Jet, and then Stan and Jet can keep that as they go into the into the castle. And especially since you're dive bombing, uh, you'll have advantage on your stealth since you're coming from so high up. Prothean, since it's your steed, why don't you go ahead and roll stealth coming into the castle? I am not proficient in stealth. Well, you are now. I do get a plus three to dexterity, though. Which I give you plus ten to stealth. So that'll be plus thirteen then. 26. Excellent. You soar high above the city. You can see the lights twinkling down below as the witching hour has begun. It's dead of night. Um, real quick, as when I'm dropping them off, I'm not going to stop. I'm really going to drop like bombs. Okay. Uh, so 
the eagle gives a soft and then just straight down, like almost hitting the sound barrier and uh, amazingly manages to land Jet and stand softly on the stone before flaring its wings and soaring back up into the sky. So Jet, you and Stan are on the topmost tower of the castle. And the castle, remember, is not the tallest structure in Principium anymore. But you do remember a general basic layout of how the castle should be based on your feedback or your flashback. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Do you want me to roll when I get a plus 19? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to know exactly how high it is. 25. Oh, then yes. Oh, man, could you imagine if you rolled a, a natural one? You'd only get a 20. See what I can do. All right, so you and Stan move down from the tower. You go past several floors. This tower is mainly uh, living quarters, and you can see bookshelves, and you can see uh, four-poster beds. At the base of the tower, Stan leads you down one of the hallways, and he quietly whispers to you, Okay, now, exactly what are we looking for? Why is he whispering to him if they can tele- telecommunicate with each other? He's whispering via mind. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Thank you. So he doesn't get given away trying to whisper. In your mind, you hear Stan whispering to you. But hold on. Just to get the logistics out of this. Would he have to whisper? Could he just fucking be shouting in his mind and still nothing would happen? Like, why would he talk in a whisper? Because how would you like to have somebody going, Hey! <laughs> hey! What are we looking for? <laughs> Is this working? Because he can. Can you hear me now? Speak loud and clear while I whisper. And they're they're right next to each other. It's just like walkie-talkie feedback. Just <laughs> Prothean, get off That's... this channel. <laughs> <laughs> Prothean's just gnawing on the walkie-talk. Um... <laughs> okay, I just I just wanted to get the logistics out about why he would be whispering. Sorry to interrupt. So based on what we were seeing in the pictures on the ring, we need to find the throne room i believe is that what we said well it's either in the throne room or it's on the king's head looks like we're going to the throne room or to the king's bed that rhymed (laughs) stan what a guy (laughs) (laughs) all right which one do you want to go to first what's closer the bedroom or the throne room he looks one way and then the other and goes I have um, no idea where we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the middle of the night, so he's probably not going to be in the throne room. I said I worked in the kitchens. I never left the kitchens. I have no idea my way around this castle. <laughs> he says, I think the king's bedroom is closer. So um, it, it's, it's this way. And he leads you down a hallway past tons of rooms, all sorts of different places, uh, doors open, close, parlors tiny museums, just all sorts of lavish stuff, and there are pictures of Helleros fucking everywhere. Eventually, he leads you to a hallway and stops you before going down the hallway, and he points and says in your mind, there are five guards. Will your shadow stuff get us past this? Just execute them. As long as we're really sneaky, then don't touch any of them. You can't make an attack on them. I don't actually. I don't have anything about saying when it ends. 
I'm on a walkie-talkie, right? No. Hexor did not allow you to be on the walkie-talkie. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I was on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> Protheans at back at the inn, thinking he's on the walkie-talkie, just talking in his head incessantly. <laughs> like, why is nobody answering? Stan says, All right, well, then in that case, let's not go down the hallway. Let's... Let's try inching our way along the, the building. Hold on. I do have one idea here. I can make a distraction. And I go and I try to pull out my friend Cheddar from my pocket. And <laughs> since I've forgotten about him until this time, he'd probably be dead. He's still alive. So I go, oh, Cheddar. So, <laughs> like, sorry for, for getting to feed you there, bud. <laughs> but. <laughs> squeak, squeakity, mix squeaking. <laughs> You stole my acorn. Squeak, squeaking, McSqueakers. You owe me a new acorn. Squeak, 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 squeaker. <laughs> Squeaking. So, I'm going to try to send Cheddar, see if he can distract him here. And then, if they go to see what this mouse is, we can sneak past him. All right? How exactly is the mouse going to make a big enough extra- distraction for all of them? All oh, this mouse has seen some shit. It's going to promote the gym. <laughs> Don't you worry. And I just, I'm like, I haven't fed this thing for days. He's starving, and I'm sure they're holding some sort of food. <laughs> and I just send Cheddar down the hallway. All right, and what does Cheddar do? Well, I'm assuming at this point, Cheddar would look me directly in the eyes, and then somehow I would just know that he understood what I said. And he's going to scurry down the hallway, and he's going to walk up to the one guard. Are they wearing, like, armor, like full armor? Or is it just kind of like... Um, they're wearing, like, chest plates. That's it. Everything else is leather. So, Stan, you just stay here for a second, okay? And I'm going to get this taken care of. And I'm going to walk, like, I'm going to sneak my way over to him. I'm going to put some little bit of cheese in his pocket, the guard's pocket. Okay, roll another stealth. Okay. 24. Man, that's even worse than before. I know. They don't notice you. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Cheddar's going to notice this. And he's going to bite the guard. That'll, you know, he's gonna bite the guard when they freak out and try to, like, you know, grab him. He's gonna run, because I've, you know, I've taught him well. He's seen a lot from traveling with me and jumping through shadows somehow with me. Okay, um, so Cheddar goes in there, bites the dickens out of this guard, takes the cheese, runs away, guard starts freaking out, and he's waving all over the place. Ah! Ah! Something bit me! Something bit me! They go, all right, Stan, now's our chance. Let's go. And we're just going to kind of like stealth run, Gears of War style, crouch down a little bit, try to to dodge straight through the crowd. All right. uh, You make it past the guards through the door, and you're in the king's bedchamber. The king is dead asleep. You see that he is a portly fellow, but not absurdly fat. And he is snoring raucously. His wife is asleep in bed next to him. How many concubines are in his bed? None. Hmm. Okay. So, I'm going to be talking to Stan here. Stan, do you think we can just grab this and then go? That way we're completing the mission and not just doing recon here? Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. But what about the whole, like, capturing Zawadzki thing? We can do that another time, right? Like, do you have that fake circlet? No, you didn't tell me to bring it. Oh my god, Stan, I can't take you anywhere. So we can't just steal it, though. So, without having the replacement there... You guys really didn't think this through, did you? Well, no, Stan here was supposed to bring the circlet. I thought we were just doing reconnaissance. (sighs) 
All right, it's just, it's just right there. It's so easy. Someone's getting flayed when they get back to the tavern. All right, my, all right. do you see it anywhere? Let's see if we can find out where he keeps it at least. You are looking around. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Ooh, investigation. Intelligence. Great. Nine. I was going to say, if you guys remember, plan A was initially to safely secure the crown first and then expose the Watsky. So if you do have the chance to secure it, I would secure it. Sorry to butt it. It's between me and Stan. <laughs> Stan didn't bring the replacement circle. We're going to throw the whole kingdom into it catastrophe if the king's crown goes missing chaos is good we thrive off chaos are you kidding me i don't know who you are well stan rolled a four investigation so y'all don't see shit but cheddar comes out from under the bed (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah you don't see the crown Hmm. maybe while we at least got time and since we're not taking it tonight we should go check out the throne room too all right sounds good so you guys got back out. The guards are still trying to figure out what bit this guy. I just go, watch this. And I start just running straight at him. And then I turn and just start running like sideways on the wall, like right over their heads past him. And I come back down. Dan says, gotta admit, that was pretty cool. Your turn. All right, let's keep going. And you get to the throne room eventually. Um, you actually haven't been in the throne room before. When you were there in your flashback, you were in the Great Hall, and everybody was just down there. So, this throne room is new to you. It's actually rather small. It's maybe 30 feet wide by 50 feet long. Two stories. There's a single balcony up above, just in the one corner, where presumably minstrels would hang out, or the queen, when uh, she's just checking in on affairs, but not being a part of the proceedings. And you can see that there are wooden posts in the ground for courtiers to stand behind. And in the center of the room is the throne. Go ahead and give me an investigation, not investigation, a perception check as you approach the throne. Okay, I can do perception. 13. All right, looking at really only a 13? Listen, stealth is my thing. Okay, Um, looking at the throne, you can see that there are carvings all over the throne. You don't see the circlet anywhere, but you can see that there are engravings on the throne itself, including, like, uh, engravings of demons at the bottom and standing atop the demons as they're, like, in pain and being crushed. You can see the people of Trugala building up the throne, and at the top of the throne is a flaming crown with the five faces of Helleros. You can also see embossed on the leather of the back of the throne what appears to be a diamond. Like a real diamond? Not a real diamond, just the shape of a diamond. Hmm. Stan asks, Alright, are we good here? Did we get what we need? I mean, we still haven't found the circlet. Well, that wasn't our main mission. Our main mission was just to figure out the best path to get here, which we did. If we come in from the the tower, we know how to get here. Or do you want to also find some some extra passages from, like, the servants' quarters? Just real quick, what are you getting about these pictures here? Do well, they match every, up? Every, everybody knows about the, uh, the engravings on the throne. It depicts building up the royalty, the power of Trugala, and the throne represents power. 
Yeah, 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 but what's that crown above it, though? Well, that's the sigil of the of the king. The flaming crown and the five faces of Helleros. The religion and power are one and the same. They work in tandem. And this diamond here on the back of the throne? Well, that's not... I didn't actually know that was there. That's not taught to us in... I mean, I really didn't go to school, but it's not told in the stories that it's engraved on the throne. I guess it means rich royalty. Hmm. And he laughs. He says, "Look, there's a there's a ring on the on the on the seat too. Do you think that's like so the king knows where he's supposed to sit?" <laughs> I'd say so. I wonder, and I just take a seat in there real quick. This is what it's like to be king, huh? And I noticed that the picture of the crown was just above the throne, so just if I look straight up though, do I see anything of interest? Like on the ceiling? Yeah, like above the throne. Like in the picture, there's the crown that's above the throne, so I want to look up, which is above the throne in which I'm sitting on. You just see the ceiling. There's nothing. And tapestry, like banners hanging down, but nothing important. Hmm. Well, if you think that we've done everything here that we can do... I guess we can go home. Well, let's go ahead and just find a like an, a path to and from the servants' quarters too, since we planned on doing the dressing up as servants, and then we'll get out of here. Okay, but just hold on real quick. As I want to get up, I'm gonna slide like a little whoopee cushion under the king's throne. You just blow up a, a leather like a a wine skin. Yeah, and then I have it like you know tied off ever so slightly at the end, so it'll be released a little at a time and make the farting noise as he sits down the next time he has to sit on his throne in front of all his people. Good joke. Joke. Uh, Anyway, let's go. (laughs) All right, so you guys get back to the tavern. Uh, You have found a way from the tower down to the throne room and from the tower to the king's bedchambers. And you have also found a way from the servants' quarters to the throne room, the most efficient and least frequented by important people paths all right so we'll get to the group and i'll tell everyone okay guys so we did find some good stuff uh we know that the circlet's in one of two areas either the throne room which is actually pretty nice uh i suggest that we all show up for the next time the king has a little gathering there has to sit down in his throne it's got a nice view or uh it's in his bedroom which i tell you my room at our gym was anything like that wait you get your own room you know, I, I assumed you just lived in a closet. It's with the cleaning supplies. It's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> Dalvia comes in and she's she doesn't look quite as waxen or and pale as before. And she says, All right, here, our contacts got you all serving you livery. And she passes out clothes and says, Ambionitis and Brixius, I had to guess on your sizes. You're rather large. They have just shirts and pants that are too small, so it's just like belly shirts. <laughs> you go to ye old, big and tall. <laughs> and then um, we'll, we'll go ahead and go over these plans that Stan and Jet got, and we'll, in a couple days, we'll make our move. I will say, though, we were not able to find where exactly in his room he would keep the crown. Just stop breaking boxes and chests and wardrobes you find it. Did you look? Yes, I looked. Well, if it's in one of two rooms, could have looked in both rooms till you found it. Listen, it cost me cheddar. Who's cheddar? We did it. Oh, oh, he came back. Cheddar. Hey, boy. Don't assume his gender. 
It's wrong. I, you want to see? And I show him belly first and just put it, this little tiny rat wiener, right in Brixie's <laughs> face. And I don't say anything. I don't want to have to do this, but I take cheddar and I eat him. <laughs> <laughs> just swallow him. I lived off of rats for the longest time. They're delicious. Wait, how do you know that was cheddar, not just some random rat that lives in a sand? I know my cheddar. New. And then Hexor <laughs> comes into the room and says, And Dalvia, while you were getting the serving livery, I went and snuck into our home and gathered some specialty supplies as you requested. And I will pass those out next time on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Okay, that works. Hopefully all you listeners are getting excited for this takedown of the Trugalan clergy. Because we're excited that we actually have a plan, sort of, for once. Yeah, that is the most realistic plan you guys have ever created. All my plans would have worked. If you did enjoy what you heard on this episode of the podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser and leave us a five-star rating and review. We would love to hear from you, and you'll get read on the air, like this listener. All right, so from B3A5T underscore M0D3909. I think it says beast mode, but the vowels are numbers. Ah, clever guy. Uh, Five stars just said yes. Y'all should start like a commentary podcast. This podcast is amazing, but being completely honest, my favorite thing is you guys' personality thank you thank you very much i like you guys but just not what you choose to do with your life <laughs> be like you guys are you guys are funny but the podcast is all right you guys <laughs> would be better suited putting your energy somewhere else is essentially People, what he's telling us we're the real stars of the show fuck you yeah he does not care about any of the work that you put into the storytelling he just thinks we're funny people and that we should be doing something else <laughs> <laughs> brought a tear to Paul's eye. (laughs) I hope you're happy. (laughs) If you guys do enjoy me, you can reach out to me personally on Twitter at HPCamper or on Instagram at HPCamper.14. You can reach all of us on the podcast at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Reddit. Or our website. Uh, They can't reach us that way, I don't think. Maybe leaving a comment, but yeah, we also have a website at or www.deathsavingbros.com oh and of course also have to remind you that we now have a patreon page where you can get more of us and there will be stuff that is commentary style not just straight podcast just for you beast mode (laughs) yeah wow you can find me at benfro15 you can find me at ima underscore b underscore rad we actually have a fucking website that's kind of cool (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, follow the Reddit. You can find me on the PlayStation Network as F-A-T-T-Smith. You can find me under your bed watching you tonight. Guys, did you know we had a website? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we had a Patreon, though. Well, it's new. Yep, we, it's, it's brand new. We just launched it. For all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one.
Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Akko Trap, Do Not Weep for the Fallen, In Corridors of Yore, Murgo's Beacon, My Life for Witherlim, My Life for Witherlim's Southern Rock, and Vila's Blessing are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. The songs Frozen Village, Day, Peace, and Parlor Perturbance, Mystery are by the Boy King of Idaho at patreon.com slash boykingofidaho. The song Measles Magnificent Mansion is by Ella Morana at patreon.com slash Ella Morana. These tracks are used with permission, all rights reserved. The track Glory is music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.